1: Aloha!
2: Come to the tiki room.
0: Get your expialidocious tickets right here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This is episode 352 for the week of May 19
1: 2021. What was the date again? Yes, yeah, that was
0: <laughs> a I'm not quite sure what today is.
1: Today's June the eighth. It's June the
0: 8th, 2021.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Matt. There's a good way to fake it, though. I mean, nobody thought that at all.
3: <laughs> Did you combine, like, May and June in that? Other thing? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what it is anymore. Okay.
0: No idea. No clue. So, uh, everybody's here but Keith. Keith, lost his internet. And, um wasn't able to come on so sorry Keith hopefully you listen to the show
3: which you will not because you don't so screw you hope he finds his internet maybe the, maybe it's under his bed it could be he's gotta find it
0: it could be anywhere. anywhere um so i don't steve has got news for us i don't i didn't listen to this uh, news segment so i'm not sure what he's talking about beforehand but um jesse was griping about the the not so scary Halloween party replacement boo bash which was like 3000 times the price of Mickey's not so scary for a quarter of the amount of time complaining how difficult it was to actually get a reservation to to go through the the Disney hotline to book reservations for clients and My wife, Sharon, had the same problem. I know many mouse pros people have the same problem. How frustrating is why can they not just make it simple where you log? I mean, I don't get it. Like you log into my Disney experience and you have an annual pass. You're able to see that you can book anytime you want. Right. Or if you have a Disney DVC pass, you're supposed to be able to use that and get a discount On online purchases in some
3: Disney arenas, how could it not work the same way? Where you just log into your My Disney account experience and you purchase it. I think it's the lack of IT they have right now, too, that they're just not. Things are not working how they used to work. (laughs) They never work. You
1: guys, you guys are thinking logically.
3: Right. You have to think (laughs)
1: the other way, and everything works out.
4: You shouldn't well, have to wait longer on hold to buy tickets than the exactly. event itself. Exactly. You, you wait more time in line, on a queue on the phone, hoping that you don't get dropped.
3: Yeah. And which then, happened
0: to a lot of people. Yeah. It's like we backwards.
3: Phones. Remember, like years ago, when you had a concert tickets, you used to call Ticketmaster, eight o'clock, and wait right, online, right. and wait on the on the phone for that, you know, for the seats. Yep. It's like going backwards in time like well don't they have it online you're calling this number you're getting busy signals again and you're waiting you're hearing this music it's just ridiculous
0: this is what happens when you outsource your IT yeah. department and this is also what happens when you don't have enough staff to manage the phones if you can't if you don't have the staff to manage your phones you don't put a product out like this it's, it's, it's as simple as that I mean it's just it's not difficult to figure yeah. it out You are in a consumer-based business. You need to make your consumers happy so they purchase your product. But if you constantly have things like this, a lot of people go anyway because they're going to spend $200 for Halloween night for the boobash anyway because, you know, Disney does anything and people spend the money. So, I mean, what's the point of griping? Yeah. But Mickey premium bars are included, right?
4: Oh, wow. (laughs) Since you said that, I have three tickets. You know, I'll I, tell hate you this I hate
1: it. Right I
0: hate the premium bar. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Don't
4: you me. need to be double fisting those bars until you just hurl, and then eat more to make up for the, right. the amount of money you're spending.
0: So that it costs them about 87 cents to make it. <laughs> you know, it's probably a little bit more than that. It's probably 89 cents, but. It's it's just ridiculous that oh you know, we're gonna throw this included there, but people are lining up and, and paying the price. Not to mention it's costing you one hundred and forty dollars to get into the park that day anyway. So why not you make it around
4: three <laughs> yeah. fifty? Yeah, unreal.
0: It, it's it's unbelievable. It's just and and you know and you're still only getting half an experience. I mean, okay, so the after hours event was good. I enjoyed it, but there were still lines. I mean, like when I did it and i'm sure they're going to have the same amount of people going to that as they are having the boobash was that while i really did enjoy the experience there was still a wait there was still a 40 45 minute wait for seven dwarfs mine train so the only thing that was like shorter space mountain i think was maybe a 25 30 minute wait and then the stitch
1: um, stitch was a short
0: wait is that even open no nah. oh. <laughs> that's why there's no wait But, I mean, there's still still a wait for things. and You know, it still takes you 10 minutes to go from Space Mountain to Big Thunder Mountain. It's still a 10-minute walk, so.
4: Yeah, and it's going to be, I think, you know, obviously we don't know what capacity they're actually officially allowing for the party. But, I mean, if any of you remember the last couple of years doing any type of the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween parties... They were all busy. Every single one of them. So there wasn't really this uh, vacuum of people like it used to be where, you know, it was just like, welcome this ride. Even the earlier dates were filling up. So who knows? I mean, like, I just am curious just to see, like, how ridiculous this three hours is going to be because I mean it is technically only three hours even though you can get in at seven it doesn't start till nine which means right. and then you've got people they're you know clearing out the parks and things and there will be that in between transition but yeah, well, I just don't know
0: um, let's see what else major news I, I'm, I'm sure Steve's going to cover a lot of it because we haven't done a show in a while but uh, I know that um, the Social distancing markers have been reduced. They are looting people onto the buses now, just not standing only, um, making people fill in to the most to you know, fill in all the available space in front of them. Um, those are the big things lately.
3: Skyliner crashed today. Yep, it did. Yep.
4: Yes, another Skyliner another crash. Has
3: yet another accident. Wow. Anybody hurt? i'm just i opened up the article right no one was hurt no but um what was this, the third one the fourth one maybe four. um, i'm not sure so, i remember i was there they had the first first accident then yeah about three times yeah
4: i'd say three three or
3: four that that's skyliner has such a fast um stop when he starts going towards the the dock Man, that thing just stops on a dime. I'm always afraid of hitting the, hitting the Skyliner in front of I you. I know. I'm always like, oh, we're going to get hit. We're going to get hit. And, uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so down, fast enough.
1: Matt, you did this. Did you ride the Skyliner in your trip? Yeah, and I braced myself every time I went into the did station. <laughs> I was the only one in, in my car because, you know, of COVID and everything. And, you know, I was usually with, you know, Disney don't listen. I was sitting there with my feet propped up on the seat in front of me, you know, kind of relaxing. And every time I went in the station, I would put my feet down because I was afraid it was going to hit the other car.
3: Oh, jeez. <laughs> and they're filling the Skyliner with two parties now. Yes. Yes. All right, now. Yep. So. All right. Since so so they're up in capacity, they have to do, you know, they have to start packing up a lot more. Who knows what the capacity is now? Since October 1st, they released more, um, more park passes for the 50th. Yes. Well,
0: the, the last official number was what, thirty-five percent, and I believe there's some. I think currently it's somewhere between forty and forty-five percent.
1: And do you think that is actually accurate, or do you think they're just telling you that?
0: I mean, that's just what I'm hearing. You know, because you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about my trip report, but um, when I was there, Epcot was. I mean, there's a festival going on, but Epcot yeah. seemed like Epcot, like like. I know, I know that like even a thirty-five percent. Capacity at Epcot is thirty-five thousand people, and I think like on an average day, thirty thousand people are in Epcot anyway. That's what it felt like walking around. It was packed.
1: Wow. Well, they just knew you were there, Sean.
3: Probably. I think by the end of the year, it's going to be up to one hundred percent. I oh. think so. No doubt. I, I think, think they're before, really going to
1: before van. I do too.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. However,
4: they're going to have to. I mean, like it or not, they're going to have to do something about Fast Pass. Um, there's no way they can operate at those those numbers of capacity without having some type of flow for the crowds and the wait times because they're going to be wrapping lines to the, the end of Main Street just to get onto Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah they're still
3: Pain. spacing out three feet, right? Now down, 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 down to three feet in space, but I don't think Either. they're
0: really. Traveling. No, no, they're in some attractions, they're making you fill in your
3: space. Oh, okay.
4: But we should get the return of some of the ride queues um, that are wrong like the Haunted Mansion yep. pre-show, hopefully the Tower of Terror, you know. And, you know, of course, I have not ridden um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway with the actual pre-show um, that they were showing when it first opened. So, Which,
0: which Just is crazy like to, to me because, like, I rode that right before it opened. Like, I was there yeah. with, within the next second day it opened and it closed a week later so you know it's just crazy to me going when we rode that that it wasn't there and people have not experienced that it's just nuts yeah all right let's just uh let's take a quick break i'm going to send it over to steve for the news and we'll be right back steve go ahead
2: hi steve from disney diary here this is what's news Guests found themselves on hold for hours this morning as they tried to purchase tickets for the upcoming Disney After Hours Boo Bash event. And they had to use the phone because that was the only option. There were no purchase links on the website available today to allow you to buy tickets. Today, June 8th, was the first day for sales available for guests staying at Walt Disney World Hotels. Sales to the general public open on June 15th. The event takes place August 10th, through August 31st on select dates, and Disney says they have fixed the issue before it turns into a night of Halloween horrors. Wait, that's that's someplace else. Big news this week, food news. Yes, food. Here's the latest on the restaurant reopenings. Disney World has announced the reopening dates for Ohana at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort and Sebastian's Bistro at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. Sebastian's Beach Bistro will reopen on June 24th with nightly walk-in availability through July 4th. Bookings will start June 10th for reservations that will start on July 5th. Ohana, oh boy Ohana, looking forward to it, it reopens July 9th and will be able to start booking reservations on June 10th. Tusker House at Animal Kingdom reopens June 20th and you can now book reservations. Disney has released the names and descriptions of the food marketplaces coming to the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, which kicks off July 15th. When the festival opens, 23 marketplaces will be available, and on October 1st, another nine will be added. If you're looking for some new food, well, there'll be eight new marketplaces, including a brewing at the Epcot Experience, where we'll have an array of beers and chicken wings, flatbreads and such. Kenya will set off on a safari of flavor with an entirely traditional Kenyan food and beer. There'll be a lobster landing marketplace. Get a taste of the New England as you indulge in luscious lobster creations. There'll be a Mac and Eats. Discover macaroni and cheese combos you've never heard before or your mom has never imagined. The Noodle Exchange. Savor the flavors from the Far East with its delicious noodle dishes. Rotunda Bistro. Well, you can nosh on tasty cuisine featuring fresh fish and produce of the American Adventure Pavilion. The swanky, saucy swine will try out the tantalizing pork dishes with beer, wine, and cocktails. The Tangerine Cafe, flavors of Medina. Treat yourself to the traditional Moroccan cuisine like grilled kebabs and falafel pita. Please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DisneyDiary. Now, back to the Tiki, Tiki, Tiki Hut.
0: All right, we are back from break this week. So this week, I guess we're just going to talk some of my trip that I just had a few weeks ago, uh, which was a good trip overall, so I can't necessarily complain too much. Uh, but I'm going to. Well, some minor things. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it's how could you not complain? It's... It's the American um, way. It is. You know, and I know I know one time when I went and stayed at the Contemporary for a couple days and I went to the Wilderness Lodge and somebody, I don't know if they wrote a review on iTunes or they emailed us and said that um, how spoiled I am, complaining about how awful my stay at Wilderness Lodge was. I'm like, no, that's not what happened. It was, I complained that everything in the Contemporary was bright and cheery and I went to the Wilderness Lodge and, you know, everything's so dark and dated and it just... It was kind of a completely different experience. I still had a great time, you know, but people just like to nitpick on everything.
1: Wow. How long have you been sitting on that one? <laughs> uh,
0: I probably brought it up once before. Maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> you know, some things just stick with it. So um, I think the major things I wanted to talk about really was that what I did not really enjoy was the dining whether it was quick service or a sit-down restaurant, when it came to sit-down restaurants, every almost pretty much every restaurant we ate in, service was awful, absolutely awful. And I know that's because they're short-staffed a the lot, but it was they just were not good.
1: Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. Was it because they were short-staffed and overwhelmed, or was it just they just didn't care and they were just doing whatever the bare minimum was?
0: Um, some of it was a little bit of both. It's like, because we ate it, at, so this is the first time, like, I ate at Liberty Tree Tavern, right, at Magic, at Magic Kingdom. And this is the first time I've eaten there since I was a kid. I had a good time. I, I, the food was good. I have no complaints about the food, but the service was, it, it like, it took me 15 minutes to get a refill on a Coke. Um, We asked for extra food, and that took about 15 minutes. For us to get the check took about 20 minutes, and then another 10 minutes for him to come back um but like we wouldn't see him for 15 minutes like he had four tables in our area and he would get our order or get somebody at some another table's order and he was just disappear i don't know if he was covering tables in another area which it certainly could be cuz i didn't get up out of my seat to to go find him but that's the one thing i noticed in a lot of the restaurants was just like the service was very
1: slow, very slow. I mean, it's, it's the 1700s. He was probably having to step outside to tend to the sheep and the goats and the cows and stuff. I mean, he, he's doing the best he can, <laughs> Sean. Come on. It could
0: be. You know, but everything, time is money. Nobody wants to be <laughs> sitting around waiting for their check to come. You know, when you're exactly.
4: all full. Especially during park hours. Yeah, right. That's, that's a gripe. I mean, I get that because, you know, you're taking out at the bare minimum an hour of your part time right. to eat. Yep. So, did uh, you did you notice i'm, I'm sorry i didn't yeah. cut you off did you notice that with the mobile ordering because i was i was there uh about a week and a half before you did you notice any did you mobile order um well i guess you had to if yeah, you i had quick to service yeah. but um how did you how did how was your experience with that
0: uh waits were long so i you know i been, i was told ahead of time was that let's say we we ordered from Thorpe's Magic Kingdom we ordered i was told for that um Terrace had the full menu for Columbia's Harbor House Harbor House they did yep. but they did not have the tuna fish sandwich oh so this is the first time i've ever been to disney and not had a tuna fish sandwich so I was pretty disappointed but i mean it is what it is right so <laughs> that the
2: and <disappoints>. uh, <laughs>
0: it is disappointing so but like i ordered it we placed our order and I did. I am here. When we were at Dumbo, right? We stood at Dumbo, placed our order. I am here. Walked over to Tomorrowland Terrace, and we still waited 15 minutes for food.
1: Doesn't it know where you're at? When if you hit "I am here" and you're not really there, doesn't it? Doesn't your phone know that? No, it or doesn't. doesn't the system know that? Okay, yeah. I thought it could like so. it, kind of like geotag or whatever, knew where, where you were in the park, and yeah. so if you hit "I am here" and you're really not there, there. Okay, never mind.
4: No, but that's I mean, a that... coming soon feature, right?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, let's get rid of FastPass and let's bring that on board. Um, so that was like, yeah, the the mobile ordering service was very slow. It wasn't you, every place. Every place we went to, we had a. We always waited. I'm going to probably on average probably about eight minutes when you did when I am here I would right. say um, at a minimum uh, the food the, the Tomorrowland Terrace food I had I had fried shrimp and I think fish it was awful absolutely awful so much so much fried breading I, I could barely eat it it wasn't good um, but I mean that was you know I'm trying to think of it was like Hollywood Studios. We ate at uh, Backlot Express, and I mean that was it is what it is. It was. It was
3: really, a, don't have a choice at Hollywood Studios either. You don't.
0: And Epcot. I don't think we we didn't eat. Uh, we did. Well, we got something for the kids in in Mexico, but um, that was it for that. But most of the stuff was at Magic Kingdom, like quick service. It. I. I you really needed like a, a sit down restaurant to to enjoy your food, because otherwise the. Some of the stuff came out a little bit cold, not necessarily the hottest either when you did a quick service. So those are some gripes here. But I mean, overall, it was fine.
3: Um, so I think the one perk about Epcot and the festivals is you have a huge variety of food you could try out. When you go to like Magic Kingdom, it's very limited for even quick service. You know, you're stuck in your yes. eating. Yeah. You yep. know, it's for, even for breakfast, you want to go ahead and grab some for breakfast. You really can't. You go to Starbucks. You know what? Are you, what else else you're gonna do. Right. Sleepy Hollow, yes. Well, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I guess you could do the the waffle over there, but
1: Gaston's Tavern.
3: It's closed. It was clo- <laughs> <I> closed. <laughs> it closed. It just opened yeah. up. It just opened yeah. up this week.
1: It was open. It was open in January when I yeah. was there. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. For it was breakfast.
3: Open. Yeah. Wow. When I was there, it wasn't even I open. I don't remember it being open for breakfast. Okay. I.
1: Well, I mean, you say breakfast. What do you morning. consider breakfast, know. though? Uh, nine, 10 o'clock?
3: No, um, I'm not talking about like, the type of food I'm asking.
1: Oh, 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 I mean, they have a cinnamon roll. I mean, so, I, when I'm I'm not normally looking for eggs and bacon every, every Oh, no no, 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 I'm not
3: saying that. I'm going to go like a croissant or something like that, something like, you know, on the run. But sometimes it'll be nice to have decent food, like a Mickey Waffle or something like that. Right. That's I, why you...
0: I'm not a fan of Mickey Waffles. They're always hard. Hmm. <laughs> Um restaurant I mean other restaurants like we tried a whole bunch of new restaurants this like this time. Teppanito and I know in the past that I've complained is like the one thing about Teppanito I never really wanted to try because they didn't have fried rice. Um, yeah. but actually it didn't bother me having the white rice. It wasn't that big of a deal. And the food was excellent at Teppanito and the service was that's the best service we had was at at Tepanito. the uh, the Japanese chef was a white guy from uh, Montana. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of funny uh, it, but it was really good it was a service was excellent the food was good we would probably that we would add that on like uh, we would do that almost every time if we enjoyed it that much yeah. you know considering like so many of the restaurants we did not like this is the first time we did the Plaza Restaurant at Magic Kingdom that's we had very good service there, but the food was not good. I mean, Brian... It's it's basic. It's
4: real basic burger. Like, I don't know if you've... Like, that's what I had anyways. The I pasta. had a turkey club.
0: I love turkey clubs. Brian will tell you, anytime him and I go to the diner, I get a turkey club. That's my thing, yeah. turkey club. It wasn't a good turkey club. I mean, it wasn't even... On a scale of 1 to 10 in turkey clubs, it was like a negative 2. <laughs> it's just because you go to a diner here, every... Every diner has got a turkey club and they all, and for the most part, they're all pretty good. Theirs was not good at all. It was barely any Turkey. Uh, the tomatoes were huge. It was too thick. So it just proportion wise, yep. it just wasn't good, but the service was good. So you had that, we had that. Um, we did ale and compass for breakfast at the yacht club. And that was good. Service was slow, but I mean, it was fine. It was, wasn't, it, we were kind of relaxed a little bit so but i had shrimp and grits which were very good that was that was very tasty we did um topolinos for breakfast Mm, yes and i i don't think it's worth the money and especially when the characters are 15 feet away kelsey really enjoyed i mean we are doing more for the kids more for kelsey but uh kelsey enjoyed it she loved seeing all the characters it was nice seeing them wave and blow kisses and kelsey i don't know if you saw the um they had those things where you can buy like Forky or Ratatouille or a, a Groot and they can, there's a magnet and they can go inside your shirt and they'll sit on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So yep. Kelsey.
4: Shoulder got, pals. Or yeah. Shoulder
0: yeah. pals. So Kelsey got the Forky one and the characters were, anytime they would see her with Forky, they would pretend they're like picking him up and eating him with a, sp- you know, going to eat and serving himself. <laughs> so that was cute to see that. But, um, it, at least like ahead of time, I knew that you can order more than one item. So I had gotten a quiche and I got a side of, I got the, the second option was I got waffles and the quiche was really good. And there was a really, there's a salad that came with it and it was really good. Then the waffles were good. I mean, mine was good, but at 42 bucks, yeah, it's not worth it. You know, that's, I mean, you're paying for the, the characters more than anything else, but I mean, that's pretty pricey. Uh, I'm trying to think where else we ate. Um, I mean that was new because we never been there. Uh, I can't think of anything. I'm trying to think where else we ate that like really worth talking about.
4: So I would ask you, um, so on Topolino's, because uh, we did experience this for the first time a couple months ago as well. But um, it is very pricey um, sure. for a character meal. Um, but you know, of course, character meals are priced up. I mean, how would you rank it, though, in in terms of character meals as far as the quality of the food and the experience? I mean, obviously, it's different than in the past because they can't come to you. But what would you say as far as like comparing it to Chef Mickey or Tusker House or, you know, uh, Garden Grill?
0: Well, I would say the quality of the food is on the higher spectrum of the character meet and greets. I would definitely say that. Um, I think Chef Mickey's is is definitely on the lower scale. Yep. That's a, that's my opinion. Uh, Tusker House has been several years. Probably been about five years since I've done Tusker House, and I thought it was okay. Um, I do like the one. What did you say? The one at Epcot. Um, uh, Garden the, Grill. Garden Grill. I like the one at Garden Grill. Um, the one at Beach Club we've liked a lot. The quality. You know, it's some of them are so similar in quality that there's i just noticed there's a difference between chef making chef making that sure. you know they're just trying to get people in and out as quickly as possible um but i would say the quality is good the character interaction because it's COVID, it's i'm not i wasn't impressed by it you know so yeah. would i do and it no. again no but the views from up there are great
4: incredible know? yes because yeah. you can walk out onto that patio um outside it's really neat but yes. I, I, again, I was, I was impressed with it and I didn't know, um, you know, again, it is very pricey. (laughs) Um, but I would say chef, chef Mickey's, I would, I'm excited to kind of try the, the new menus that one of the changes with COVID is, you know, you're basically chef Mickey's was a buffet before. It's not a buffet now. It's just family service. It's a different menu. Um, I wonder what that does to the quality of the food since they're bringing it to you instead of being a buffet right. so i know
0: i much prefer a buffet than the family style some people prefer family style over a buffet yeah but when you're when you get over 35 for family style i think it's a bit pricey and chef Mickey's is only about 50 48 bucks
4: yeah it's it it's it's up there it's like i mean it's it's about
0: 55 per adult right so yeah. I just I see I don't see any value in that when I consider when I can go out for breakfast around here the four of us you know for about fifty bucks for a good breakfast you know so
3: I'm horrible when it comes to buffets I don't feel like I eat my money's worth they're so expensive and I don't eat my money's worth even I went to Garden Grill and for I went for breakfast and the first thing they should bring you out is the cinnamon rolls and I was stuffed and they (laughs) all all of a sudden came out this big platter of eggs and bacon and sausage I'm like oh no there's more food
0: <laughs> yeah that's the thing they, they throw the bread out you at you and they want you to eat mm-hmm. that first but you know what was really good was at uh, topolino's was the um the stuff they brought out the, yes. uh, the croissant and the chocolate chip muffin and those those things were excellent really good yes so at least, at least you had yeah. that um, so, I mean, other than that, like, and the food, I mean, food was okay. I'm not one of those people that think that you go to Disney and the food's the greatest thing in the world. I, I just, I'm not necessarily impressed by some of it. And I think some of that, it just has to do with uh, the character meals. But, like, teppanito loved it. I would definitely do that again. Um, I've had, And I, walking around the, the booths in kind I of had a very hard time finding something to eat that I wanted to eat. Nothing really mm. jumped out at me. So there's that. I mean, covering that and, you know, I didn't drink a lot of alcohol. I think I maybe bought three drinks because the prices have just gone so sky high. I didn't really necessarily feel like I needed to walk around the parks all the time and have a drink or have a drink with dinner. I wasn't really, I didn't really need it to to relax. I was so relaxed anyway. Mm. So you have that, but, um. It's, we really lucked out when we got there was a couple days before we got there they lifted the mask mandate outside and you just needed to wear it indoors out on attractions and I could tell you this now we had the week before we had gotten there it was like 95 degrees and, and humid the week the day we left and for the following week it was 95 degrees and somewhat humid we were there it was 85 degrees with a breeze the whole time so I never felt hot I never sweat at all and I, even with that temperature, if I had to wear a mask walking around, I would have had a hard time. I would definitely have a hard time. So we're glad that the mask mandate was lifted. So a, f- a funny, a couple of crazy things was that, uh, you know, the cast members had to wear masks was I interacted with a couple of cast members on the same attraction and on a seven dwarfs mine train. Cause we had a friend who had a, a the access pass. So we had gone up and the one one girl, one of the cast members, she said, uh, you know, you need to wear a mask before you interact with me. Like, okay, that's fine. And another guy was like, um, you know, please wear a mask before I enter your bubble. And I, that was like the two times I had cast members say something to me about wearing a mask. Other than that, they didn't. But I noticed that like the people walking around not wearing masks, I would, I would probably say... of the people were not wearing masks walking around and 2% of the people I would say were probably, I would say of that 2%, I would say 1.75% of that were girls and the others would have been boys and they all around the same age around, you know, early 20s or late teens.
1: So I thought that was kind of interesting seeing that. Mm. I love how precise you are with your percentages there. Yeah, that was a crazy percentage.
3: Yeah. I don't know how you calculated that. <laughs> it's
0: just just walking around and just noticing it. You know, just like wow. I mean, hey. you know, obviously I saw some older people that were some, but it was mostly younger people wearing it. So I was just really interested with that. That's why I I brought that up. Um, now, did
4: you did you feel like you know? You know, even in the ride queues, because I know you're still supposed to wear them there. Were, were there a lot of people with them off, or kind of on what they were supposed? Okay, I mean, so you had, be,
0: yeah. if anything, you had somebody who pulled it down over their nose. But sure, sure. It was, that it was, was before rare. that was happening before. Yeah. It's, it was um, rare. Most people just did it, and they as, soon as they got off the ride, yeah. they took it off. Um, you know, I think on I think it was pirates. Somebody came over the announcement and said that you had to wear your mask the whole time. So I think that's the only time we heard that. Um, I had somebody on the Skyliner say we needed to wear it when we we're in the Skyliner. When we came into doing, when we came in over by um, Riviera, you know, you stay on. Somebody had said you have to yeah. wear the mask inside. I'm like, I'm wearing a mask in this. <laughs> it's just us, so I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, like. On the buses, you obviously had to wear them, but I, I did like that. I, the, the bus situation wasn't great. Every time we... There was a couple times when we would go to a part at Magic Kingdom from our hotel. We got right onto the bus, but going back to the resort, there's times we've waited 40 minutes to an hour to get back to the resort, whether yeah. we are waiting for a bus or two to get on because they have such low capacity. Uh, you know, that was kind of a bummer. So... You know, it just stinks when like you're so used to them cramming people in, but you also didn't see, you also didn't see the lines that you did in the past at the bus stops either. So like I, you know, you'd go to like Pop Century and you're like, oh my gosh, that's like four busfuls of people that are waiting in line. You didn't see that. Yeah. You, you saw maybe two bus full of people. So you could definitely see that there's there's less people in the in the parks.
1: Yeah.
4: Well, I feel like, and, and I, you know, of course, again, I was only there about a week and a half before you, but one of the things I saw was the the situation for getting to Disney Springs was the one that kind of, you know, was crazy for people because, if you know, after the parks closed, whether you went to Animal Kingdom, it closed early, you want to go to Disney Springs or wherever, um, you can't take a bus from the parks to Disney Springs still. So you have to go back to your resort and then catch a bus there, or you either Uber. Um, the only time I saw the bus lines just ridiculous was the the actual lines coming back from Disney Springs to your resort. Um, but I was impressed about how many buses they had back to back loading up. And I think that was, you know, one of the things that I guess they figured since they're half to space people that they're doing more and more buses uh, back to back on those places. But uh yeah, it just the bus situation I think it's always gonna be like, you know, there's gonna be some sort of wait, and if you're not the first one there in the morning to get in line, or if you're not the for you know, waiting to get on the bus at the end of the night. I mean it's 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 never fun on right. that. but
0: Yeah. I mean I do like the, the lower capacity in the parks. I mean, especially in the Magic Kingdom, you really you could really enjoy the Magic Kingdom with less amount of people in there. Yes, some of the lines were longer, but I would take this any day as opposed to full capacity with fast pass lines and all that. It's a lot, it's, it's much more enjoyable experience. You know, because I, I highly
4: agree, highly agree
0: because I was just looking, it's funny because on the, on my desktop, I have a picture of us in front of the castle, get our picture taken. And there's nothing but a crowd of people in the picture. But we had a picture of the, the four of us again on this trip. And there's probably like a third of the amount of people walking around, so it's it was just nights where everybody wasn't on top of you. You know, you're you're walking down Main Street, Nobody's stepping on your heels. So, and the other thing, weird thing was that we I experienced was there wasn't a whole lot of young children, especially in strollers. Most Thank of it were older kids, like like ten and up. I noticed very few kids under the age of ten. So I noticed that Christmas too. Day, yeah, it's, it's, it was strange. It was like, I, I, I was kind of surprised by that. I mean, that's, I was not expecting that. I think, and, and this
4: is just all speculation from my standpoint, but you probably heard this a lot too, Sean. You, know, you hear a lot of people say that, you know, we were waiting to go back when it's magical, you know, right. like that, this quotation magical. And by magical, they mean fireworks, yep. dining plan. You know, a character meets up in personal close where you can actually go hug the character. So I wonder, you know, I would love to know if they could dissect a report to see, you know, like how many families have come during COVID versus just older adults, older
0: teens, that type of thing. Right. Uh, It was something I did not like was the, the lack of seeing characters. Now... I, I know a lot of people like seeing character, the character cavalcades, but not knowing when they're coming, it's a big uh, downer for us. And especially seeing the characters at the train station, you just don't know when you're going to see them, and that is something we did not like. It's I don't we didn't see any characters until our next to last day, when Kelsey had seen. Connor and I went to go ride to go do the the lightning mcqueen show and so sharon and, and kelsey waited on um over by uh the restaurant the brown derby and donald duck came out that's the first time that they saw a character Wow! and then they saw a, char- so, a character cavalcade come down the road this is the first fr- so like, train- day four right. it was day four before we saw characters
3: so by the train station they didn't really have the characters on top of by the,
0: um, we didn't see them until our last day up there.
3: Wow. Well, when, when I went in January, I did see a lot of characters. I I kind of enjoyed how they were kind of out on the grass and kind of mostly enjoying the park. Then have you know us waiting online a couple of times. I did see like, even Mary Poppins walking around. Yeah. See, we didn't see any of this.
0: Wow. I mean, it's just. Yep. I mean, it's all about timing too. So. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: But it seemed like every. That's time the, the
0: frustration. Yeah.
1: I so, say, it seemed like when I was in Frontierland in, in January, any time we went down here, either Chipperdale was up top mm-hmm. or the Country Bears were up top. So, I yeah. mean, yeah, I was constantly seeing, you know, uh, characters somewhere.
3: Right. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Even Epcot. Yeah,
0: it's, right? Epcot, we didn't see anybody. Nobody.
3: Now,
4: I would ask you this, you know, even though the... The cavalcades are sporadic, say throughout the Magic Kingdom, whereas you used to have the three o'clock parade. I think I would ask, and I would ask you this: I mean, did you did you see any cavalcades in Epcot and and Hollywood Studios and uh, the flotillas are what they're calling them in Animal Kingdom? Did you Uh, see those?
0: Didn't go to Animal Kingdom. I didn't see anything at Hollywood Studios. Sharon and Kelsey did. Epcot didn't see anything. Magic Kingdom, the only thing. I saw I saw Tinkerbell go down on a float by herself and saw the we we're in Frontierland. We saw the backside of Mickey going down. Oh, well, wow. and he was already wavy. we could just see him from the distance. So and right. that was the only times we saw anything.
4: Right. Sure. I feel like there's, you know, obviously, I wonder, I mean, you know, even with this upcoming boobash, um, They've talked about they're not doing a committed Halloween parade like they've done in the past with the boot right. to you. Um, it's going to be the cavalcades again, uh, spread out. Um, I wonder if this is going to you know transition into like a new norm, even you know because we're talking we're going to be into 50th anniversary territory, you know, right. and you know is this going to be the new thing going forward? Is there going to be a three o'clock parade in Magic Kingdom, you know, or is it going to be cavalcades at random?
0: yeah i just don't know i don't know what we're gonna get I, I i but i do know the one thing i do know is that a lot of things are changing now that the college students are are, are coming back and i think that they're having a problem getting people to work there and i know a lot of the limitations are because of that, and a lot of the college students do play the um the the cast the the characters too so i think we'll start to see more character interactions meet and greets are going to come back more of the rest, the quick service restaurants are open because they're going to have the the cast members to fill those roles so i think things will change and like we're seeing now things are starting to change quickly i think this summer it's going to be you know really quick it'll start taking over that things are going to start going back to normal okay um trying to think what else lines i mean lines for the most part you know, by the time somebody listens to this, it's you know it's going to be co- completely different. But the the longest lines we experienced in Magic Kingdom were the Mine Train. Everything else was under thirty minutes for the most part. Peter Pan was always like 20, 25 minutes. Um, Haunted Mansion was walk on. Oh, and the other long line was Pirates. Pirates was always forty minutes.
4: Yes, Pirates. It, unexplainably long. During this time, I, you know, it's crazy. You used to be able to do that in like 10 or 15 minutes right. and it's like 45, 50 minutes
0: on average. And they were still doing every other row. So that's probably the reason why. Yeah.
3: So um, the one thing you did leave off, Sean, this, this trip was a surprise for your kids, right? Oh God. How yeah. did that go?
0: I didn't, I didn't even talk about that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we,
0: we, deliberately, we did, deliberately did not tell the kids that we were, were going anywhere just because they don't sleep the night before. And if they don't sleep the night before, we're not going to sleep the night before. And when you have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, you know, you want to do get some sleep. So we woke them up about 4.15 and we woke up Kelsey first this time. And she was so – she didn't believe us. It took her took her about 20, 30 seconds to realize she was being woken up. And we said, hey, you want to go down to, to Disney down to Florida? And she's like, no, she's like, no, we're not. No, we're not. Like, yeah, we are. So like, you want to go tell Connor? She's like, no. Like, okay. So we get up and she jets off and goes into Connor's room. Like all of a sudden now she wants to wake Connor up and she goes into there to tell Connor that we're waking Connor up. And Connor's like, no school. Yay! Yeah. That's great is this true and kelsey runs down to the, the to the hallway to look and she looks turns the light on looks downstairs she goes it's true it's true there's bags downstairs <laughs> <laughs> so they
2: love that like awesome.
0: we, we said you know we're, we're not going to disney first we're going to fort myers first mm-hmm. um and then we're going to spend a couple of days there and then we're going to go to disney and all they kept saying is how they just want to go to disney you know they're go, we're going to Fort Myers like, Oh, we just want to go to Disney first. It would be great. And we're in Fort Myers and we just get to Fort Myers and they're like, Oh, I can't wait to go to the Disney. But after a day of them being in Fort Myers, they loved it. They were, in, they weren't in such a rush to get to Disney, but they wanted to get there, but they were enjoying themselves. They loved it. They loved the beach. They loved the ocean. So they were completely surprised. They were so happy not to be in school. I think that was probably more than anything else. You know, it's not having to worry about school. <laughs> So um, it w- it was great. It's it was uh, it was hard to keep the secret, you know. And it's because you they're at the age where now where like they want to do things. There's certain things that they want to do, or maybe they'll have input on restaurants, and we couldn't choose anything. So they um, they enjoyed it. They loved it. So we we're excited about that. And you know, one of the things that they they wanted to eat was Vianopoly. We did eat viennois. It was awful, awful experience. Um, pizza wasn't that great and the service was not good at all. So, like, they they brought us pizza and they didn't give us plates. <laughs> like, uh, certain things you I got, just...
3: I you got know. napkins?
1: What else you want? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I
3: guess, maybe, but... <laughs> Sean, you're from New Jersey. Who uses, uses plates? You go ahead and you open it up, you use the top of it's the, like the pizza box, you the rip pizza. it off, and that's your plate right there. You don't get a pizza box
0: at BB. Oh, uh, you don't
3: get a pizza box? Okay. Yeah.
0: So that wasn't that great. Biennopoli. So that's going to be off our list for a while. Um, and I'm not being a pizza snob. It
1: was just, it just, but it I, I wonder too, how much of this is. Cause I noticed when I was there in, in January, a, a lot of the, uh, the foreign help had been sent home. So you've got people right. who were, you know, put in, you know, positions that are not normally working. So I wonder how much of the, bad service or the bad food comes from people who aren't are doing things that they're not normally used to doing.
0: You know, the other, yeah, it's true. The other thing I found out is a lot of cast members are working six, seven days a week because they don't have anybody else to work. They can't hire people. So that's why there's such a push and getting the college students back in there. So that certainly could be the case. It could be that, you know, they did something else in Disney and they're forced to be a frontline cast member. Um, you know, I mean, like you—you you really have to want to be part of the wait staff. You need to have a personality, and it's not an easy job to 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 serve people. So maybe you're thrust into that, and maybe that's why the service wasn't that great. So maybe you're right. But um, you know, if you're Disney and, and, and these cast members aren't necessarily getting days off, and you—you you can see some of them are just burnt out. So you don't—I notice like some of my. Cast member interactions. Everybody, everybody seems tired. I would say, it just worn, sort of like how it is during Christmas and or the, the busy season. You just see cast members are just
1: stressed. Just getting by. <laughs>
0: yeah, and that's just what it seemed it was like. Because there's times of the year when it's not so bad, and you know when you're coming into the the fall when the temperatures start dropping, cast members are a little bit more happy. You didn't necessarily get that feeling from them it wasn't it wasn't a complete magical experience it did it, like Sharon said like it's Disney but it didn't feel like Disney you know it just it's hard to really to, explain it
4: to that point and then I would also say you know maybe and this is something just again you know for anybody listening out there this is speculation this is not my I don't think this is actually factual but do you feel like the college students from the college program, those are kids that really wanted to be there. Like they love Disney. And so you got that, that feel that glimmer, whereas, you know, we've, we've seen the parks now open since what last July with only paid staff, which believe me, I, I think that, you know, you know, people deserve to work and get paid there. Uh, but that was a huge part the college program, the college kids there. I mean, you know, and a lot of them, you know, transition into roles if they can get them. But I think that that might have played a part, too, because I, I agree. I think I think there was a there's just a difference overall in like the customer service part of that, I, I guess. I, I mean, think, just,
0: you, I, I think yeah. you're kind of hitting it, the nail in the head because you have to remember the college students are only there for six months at a time for the most part. I mean, some might double up, but. Six months. So you're getting a fresh group of of kids every six months who have got the energy, you know, for six months. It's not it's not the day to day. I mean, like all of us work a job, right? We all get bored and tired of it. We don't have the same energy level. But when you start a new job, your energy level is a lot higher. You know, it's a lot more exciting. It's not the same routine every day. So I think that's sort of how it is. It's when you get those those fresh cast members in there every six months. They're excited to be there. They want to be part of the magic. They want to make create magic. So I think you do see that. And, and it's sort of that's kind of lacking now.
3: Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying.
0: It is, I'm not saying I had a, a terrible trip. Not at all. We had a great time. No. But it just wasn't. Like I've had trips where. I've had terrible experiences with cast members. Um, this wasn't. That it's just was, it was just lacking. It's just like nobody was awful, you know. The yeah, so the restaurant service wasn't the best, but I knew I, 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 this is a trip I knew this is sort of what I was getting anyway. So I wasn't expecting everything to be perfect as it normally is, you know. So it's, it's a dumbed down experience, and I, and I understand that, but and that's what we got, that's what we knew we're gonna have, and I'm fine with that. Um, but the one thing I will I will say is so the one cast member I told the story I don't because I don't want to to the show to go on forever but um, I had said one of the cast, the cast members had asked me to to put on a mask when they interacted with me seconds before that a guest came up to the cast member and said that they were on just on this ride and they did not get a rider swap ticket they they uh, thought they got it but they did not can they just go on the ride and the cast members was, was like no you 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 can't do that you have to be scanned in for it he was giving the cast member a hard time call the cast member a racist right mm. next the next guest in my the, the lady was in front of me um was asked to put on a mask and she was like i'm not putting on a mask and she was like uh, you know it's just my personal preference i'm asking you to put on a mask she's like i'm not putting on a mask um and the woman called the cast member a racist again and she said you go please go talk to the, my manager my whatever manager or supervisor over there um, and they will be gladly to assist you she's like oh, you're just a racist and she's like ma'am i am yeah. not a racist please just go talk to my manager over there i was like
3: holy cow like, See, but that's the thing that that's that's probably why these cast members are so on the edge with people yes. because you have people don't want to they don't want to go ahead and listen to rules they want to fight back. Yep. You know, we we just we're still in the middle of a pandemic. It's not over yet, and they want to go ahead and say, "Oh, I have my rights. I don't want to wear a mask. It's my rights." But you know what? You're on private. You're on private property. We tell you to wear it, or you're getting kicked out, right. and you have to listen. Some people are just like they're on edge. Like, yep. please listen to me, and that's why. That's where the magic is kind of missing, is because everyone's being mean to these cast members. Where right. they're just doing their job, they're following the rules, right. they're following C- CDC guidelines. And if you're an anti-vaxer or if you're, you know, anti-mask wearer, then don't go to Disney. Don't blame the cast members because it's they're just doing their job. They're following the rules and they're trying to be protective of the other other guests that are are following rules.
0: See, like I am anti-mask at this point. Uh, for a very long time. I I don't believe you're at the point now where you need to wear them anymore, but I understand that there are rules and I am complying with those rules. The same thing. Like I went to a client site. It was in a hospital. I wore a mask. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like my, I don't have my, my rights or I don't have to wear a mask. I'm not like that. You know, if I have to wear it, I'm going to wear it. I'm not going to go and fight with everybody. I might not want to wear one. I don't agree that I need to wear the one. Um, But I'm going to follow the 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 rules. The rules are: if you want to do this, you got to wear the mask. It is what it is. There's I can't change it. So, why are you giving these people such a hard time? Right, and they didn't make the policy. Right, you know that's
4: that's the thing. It's like you can get mad at them all you want, but they're not the ones telling you no. Right, you know your beef is with Disney corporate. And they're following guidelines. And, you know, I think one of the big issues, you know, with that is, and, and, you know, not to belabor, um, you know, the place down the road just recently announced no masks at all for anybody who is vaccinated. And I think a lot of people are thinking, okay, well, they're doing it. So I can come over here to Disney and I can do it, which is not the case because Disney is still saying, hey, we're following these guidelines. This is what we have. And, you know, yeah, you should know that ahead of time. Don't go and expect not to follow the rules. I mean, that's, you know, just stay. Don't waste your money or their time. You know, that, you know. But
0: All right. So I think I, I spoke long enough hopefully we don't get any <laughs> negative reviews um you know if anybody out there wants to ask any more questions for me you can certainly reach out to me email would be better because i don't really check twitter much so shauna at com. you can shoot me an email that's probably the best option to hit me up but uh i think that's it anybody else have any questions they want to ask
3: no they're okay. all covered
1: all right, so that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mouseplers.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out our store at redbubble.com slash tiki Podcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at tiki Talk Podcast. You can leave us a message on the Tiki hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI, 256-469-8454. And if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes.
0: You can find me on Twitter at TikiSean99. I'm really, really on there. I think Instagram's the same. You can reach me um, at mousepros.com, MouseRoseVacations.com, or Sean at Tiki Talk. You can find Keith at manlymuscleman <laughs> on
3: Instagram and Twitter.
1: Uh, on Instagram, uh, Holly 579 <laughs>
3: You can find me on all social platforms, Facebook, Twitter, at Brian Tessaroni. That's T-E-S-O-R-O-N-I.
0: We're not so and you, now
3: not
4: <laughs> so And you can find me on hold, trying to get boobash tickets. Over No, um, I'm on Twitter at DisneyDad23, or on Facebook at Justin's Disney Travel.
1: Uh, Special thanks to Steve this week for bringing us the news. Make sure you go check out Disney Diary, for all your Disney news. And with everything being said, Alan, please let us know why Boobash is the dumbest name ever for an after party. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha.